Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison here to tell you Geico has more than just great savings. Much more. Yes, while Geico could help you rack up more moolah faster than you can say metamorphosis, they've also been the fastest growing auto insurer for more than 10 years. That's more like it. Furthermore, Geico has fast and friendly claim service. That might seem like an oxymoron, but it's not. All the more reason to say no other auto insurer has more more than Geico. Geico, expect great savings and a whole lot more. I'm at my friend Artie Cheese's house. He called Cheese because he works at a cheese place. Right? Cheese distributor. Yes. And uh, we don't need to give out the name of the distributor or anything. All you need to know is he's Artie Cheese. Um, I love coming to your place. you got a cool place. So today I went on Facebook and um, I hey man, I'm going to do Marriage Warrior I'm going to do Marriage Warrior uh, podcast tonight. And then, and of course, I put out, like, hey, if you got Dear Abby questions or whatever. And, you know, you get a couple yo-yos. But there are some questions on there, and I've, I'll ask you two already. There's, uh, already you've been married 25 years. 24. 24. You're going to have the 25 yes. year. Yes. It's going to have his anniversary. She's monstrous. Now, here's what I got to figure out. I saw some, uh, I was in MLB, by the way. I was at uh, MLB yesterday. What's today? Today's Tuesday? Tuesday. Yeah, I was at MLB yesterday pitching a, a show. I think it went really well. But I don't know. It'd be pretty, God, it'd be great to do a show in there. I always want to do a baseball show. And it's very much... I don't want to get in too detail, but it's it'd be fun. I guess I can't really. Nah, no. <laughs> I can't give it don't to the world. It. You guys are gonna love this. Here's what I pitch. Now, if it doesn't go, maybe you could pitch it somewhere else in your life. Um, all right. So I went on Facebook, right, and I go uh, basically. I uh, did you see the picture of the dog? He's looking at his shadow. Yeah, it looks like sees, a Batman. And he sees Batman. Yeah. Tell me something today. So. All right, here's some questions from, uh, these are Dear Abby, I'll call them Dear Jimmy, two Dear Me uh, questions. I wanted to get my wife in this, but she was, uh, some of these people are very serious, and some of them are silly. Like a serious one is um, Ruth, Ruth Ann. Dear Jim, we just celebrated 28 years of marriage and have three daughters, two in college, and a high school sophomore. I worked from home over the years, but that business has dried up. I would lurk, I would like to work, but my youngest has learning issues. See, that, that's a that's a that's a vague word. Learning issues, like technically, my kids have learning issues, but their issues are they're lazy. <laughs> their issues are. Uh, they can't concentrate more than three seconds, and and they can concentrate is that they don't want to because quite frankly school is boring, and for most people it sucks. Okay, everybody, I know you're ten years old and life is about just being outside and enjoying video games and you know checking out the new I don't know. Twitter and and uh, FaceTime and what do they do? They do uh, Instagram, Instagram and what's Snapchat. It? Snapchat. But you know what? 
we're going to focus on 20 minutes of hardline geometry. This is stuff we really need to think about. Yeah, so the issues is... Uh, a little vague. It's a little vague. And then, at the end of the day, are you enabling? Like, are you enabling? I don't know. See, I'm, I, I, I'm in a... I have my oldest daughter. She's Gab's 16. Now, she doesn't really have a job, right? And all she keeps talking about is she can't wait to drive. I can't wait till I'm driving when I'm uh, this time in May. In May, she can legally drive. But I go, I just want to give you a heads up. You're not driving my car. And mom's car, you're... She's got to drive two other kids and herself, and quite frankly, I don't know who who you're driving, and you need to start saving money or something for... Which means get a job. Which means get a job. That's a very nice way of saying get a job. So if you say get a job, then she's also, well, you know, uh, yeah, it's hard because... Uh, hey, look at that. Hey, look at the butterfly. <laughs> you know, I said, hey, believe me, my, my daughter tried, she must have tried 20 places. And finally, she, she just lucked out and she got a job, you know, working at the, at the mall. Oh, she did? Now, how she, old was she? Uh, 17. Just okay. la- last year. Okay. Well, two years ago now. She just turned 19 and a couple of weeks ago. But she's working there, and, you know, and she was just home on uh, for the break. Right. And she worked, uh, she went in at 11 o'clock Thanksgiving night, worked till 5.30 in the morning, and then was back again at noon to 6 o'clock at night. Right. And she came home, and she, and was, she's able and to she p- was wiped. And uh, how did she pull off school with that? Well, she's on break. She was on a, it was Thanksgiving break. Are you now, talking about just now? Oh, just now, yeah, a couple of days ago. Yeah, she just went back to uh, just went back to Nashville. In, oh, but what she doing? Uh, she was in high school. Was she working in high school? She she was doing actually. She was doing a lot of volunteer stuff, which she, is it's, huge. It's, it, at sixteen years old, nobody wants to hire you. Yeah, you no that's, experience. That's the big press. So unless yeah. you're packing bags or at a register, exactly. I don't want to do that. Well, then don't keep wanting to drive. Right. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Right. Like uh, the other, her friends. Uh, the triplets. I think they're all working. One works at party store. One works at Shoprite. I'm not sure where the other one works. And one saved up like three, four thousand dollars just bought herself her first car. Yeah, that's what you have to do. You have to take what you can get, but you have to keep applying everywhere. You have to just keep yeah. going. I, I'm hoping she gets some motivation. So, all this is a very long, drawn out, but. <laughs> When it comes down to when you say things like, um, I worked I worked from home over the years, but that business has dried up. I would like to work, but my youngest has learning issues and needs as much help, if not more, than the other two. Again, you know, is this kid, is this kid, um, all right, let's do math today. Okay. What's uh, 2 plus 4? 53! That's a serious learning disability. That's uh, funny. Your brother got that pretty quickly at the age of 15. I don't know how... You know, I don't, you know 
And she's married 28 years. Ruth, you're married 28 years, so I don't know how young. Okay, you, you, she told me, high school sophomore. Um, so I've been looking for work during school hours only, but I've been unsuccessful. My husband is pressuring me to get a job. Okay, it's another issue. My husband's pressuring me to get a job. So if your husband's pressuring you to get a job, you either have a, there's a, there's a couple things maybe going on here. A, he's like, this woman <laughs> keeps enabling this banana. <laughs> She's gonna, he's going to be right, he's, this kid's never even going to be able to walk. <laughs> she lifts one foot up, puts it out, then lifts the other foot up. This kid doesn't do anything. He still has to be, for piggyback riding, he's sophomore in high school. The poor woman's got a bad back. You know, I'm being silly, but is he doing it because he feels your son's being enabled and he's not going to tell you that? Or is there a real, like, financial issue here and you got to get a job? Right. So get a job when he comes home and let him take care of the boy and see how fast he doesn't want you to work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give me a high five. Bang! There you go. Ruth Ann Cordell. Uh, Cordell. Um, there you go. I think that was well said. Well, son. Very good, Artie. All right, let me look for another one. Christine Griffin, I already asked you. I already talked to you. I'm going through my faith. My husband will only do what's comfortable for him. How can I get him to stretch a little? I said, it kind of sounds like the fear of the unknown. <laughs> Right? She was watching uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> oh, yeah? That could be. I don't, I don't know what don't she know. means by that. I don't know what she means by that yeah. either. When you say comfortable, that's, that's a wide open area. That, does that mean he only eats broccoli? <laughs> that means does he only like turkey dinners? Um, does he like being with you but wearing socks? At the end of the night in bed, I mean, I don't, I don't know what you mean by stretching them out. You know, you're right. talking about uh, jumpy, uh, bungee jumping while you're sucking face. I don't know. Right? Is it a sexual thing, or is it just you know? Right. Is it, you know, or is it just a regular? Is he just a guy who sits on the couch and does nothing? Exactly. That can be a whole lot. So, all I wrote was, "Sounds like fear of the unknown, encouragement. That's what's best." That's all I could do with that. Whoa. This is, all right, let's see. Heather writes to me, wrote a lot. I'm going to try and not write a novel, although she wrote a pretty long one here. So here it goes. My parents are elderly. Oh, I can relate to this already. And have lots of medical issues. I can completely, I'm in. My mother had a massive stroke. And she's in a nursing home for the time being. My plan is to bring her home and take care of her. My father has a lot of medical issues and cannot live by himself. Heather, this is called a mess. This is called a mess. This has all transpired within the last years. So, trying to do the right thing. I uproot my husband and two boys from New Jersey to New York. Moved back in with my father to take care of him and my mother. My husband is absolutely wondering, wonderful, 
during this time. He moved up here before I can before I could to help out with my parents, so he's helping the parents. He helped me when I screamed and cried during the bad days. Okay. Uh, cheered me on. So here's my Dear Abby question. I want to show him that I'm grateful, that he is in my corner. Words stop having impact, and I want to do something more. Let's say how I am feeling. What can I do for him? What, do you, what does your wife do for you when she's helping take care of your parents? Wow. That's, uh, you can't relate to that one. Can no, you, right? I, I can't. You know, I'll say this. Um, my mom, who tonight, I saw tonight, and she has a little, do you even know what a UTI is? A urinary tract infection? Yeah. yeah. When, a, when an elderly person gets <laughs> UTI, it's like back in the day when we were young and someone took LSD. <laughs> it's the same thing. So you teenagers that want to trip, just don't wipe your pee for about five weeks and you'll start tripping. Get as filthy dirty as you can. Um, my dad, you know, we had him in the house. I would do his cleaning, but my mom, when she was in the house, Heather, I couldn't, I, I really, I had a hard time like cleaning her and just, I was exhausted from my father. But D helped with your mom, right? But D helped with my mom. And I was, I had so much more respect. Not, I mean, not that more respect. I had a, a deeper admiration for her. And I, I have to say the, um, I guess the best way to do it, I don't know if you, it's not that it's something you can afford, but you go out of your way to do something super special for him. Like, uh, I don't know, a weekend or a, a night at his favorite place. Or you set up a thing with it. You know what my wife, you know what Dee would do? She would call, I think she would call, did she call you at all? I know she called. She calls, but then when I answer, she goes, I, I got the wrong number. She hangs up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> she called, she called a couple of my friends that I grew up with and said, Jim really needs to get out. And Jim needs help. And Jim needs... Jim's going through a lot of stress. And he just needs his time right now. He needs his friends. Right. So, maybe that's something to do. I know you want to do something for him. But maybe you call his best friends. And you say, this guy means the world to me. And blah, blah, blah. And how honorable that you recognize that. And if you just... If you tell him how you recognize that... Yeah, you'll be golden. Yeah, that's golden. You're already, wow. Heather Harris, I can't wait. To, I, I want to meet you. I can't wait to meet you. Yeah, you sound, you got a lot going on there. And it's not easy. You're not on an easy road. Trust me on that one. It can get worse. It may get worse. It's not going to be easy. I'm telling you right now. But what you're doing, you're going to have a lot of closure when it's all over. At least you could say you did it. All right? So there you go with that. Yeah, so this next guy, Jerry Smith. Now, now when I was doing the playoffs, now first of all, anyone who didn't know about the, the baseball videos, uh, I here's a couple. When, just so you don't, if you don't know, on Facebook, 
I started posting videos after every New York Mets game because I love the Mets and I love baseball. Love baseball. So, you know, they would first couple games, like, first game was like 75,000 people watched the video. And as the season went on, it, would, it depends how the Mets were doing, you know, some t- and who they were playing. But by the time it hit to the playoffs, there were so many new people watching. And people got so angry at the thing. Like, I realized sports fans are, quite frankly, they're stupid. I don't know, I don't know how I say it. Not all of them, but a lot of them are stupid, including myself. I'll put myself in that ring of stupidity. But... As far as your reactions, you, you're nuts. I don't know what else to tell you. You, you act as if I'm talking about your children or, or your wife, like I'm bashing your wife. You know, I'll never forget the Mets beat the Cubs, right? And I say, um, okay, Cub fans, you got a great team. You just need a pitcher, blah, blah, blah. What an f- exciting team. I, I can't wait to see the Cubs. And they, all right, now turn off the video. Now it's time for the celebration. As me as a Mets fan. And, I, and the joke I say is, you go to Chicago because it's the cleanest city in the world right now because it just got swept. <laughs> now, I have a couple, how dare you, you should, we're going to ban you, uh, apologies not good enough. You know, eat my, you know what? Snip. Let's mean you play uh, uh, a puppy and you just sniff and I'll growl. <laughs> what do you think of that? Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing you need to know. I did that throughout the whole season. So whenever the Mets swept someone, one of the things were, hey, go to Washington. It's the cleanest city in the world because they just got swept. However, I also did it with the Mets. And if you started watching the videos, I had to do it twice with the Cubs. Well, the first time I said, Wow, if you go to Queens right now, it's clean as a whistle because it just got swept by some bears <laughs> and some cubbies. And I had to do that twice this year. So it's not like something I just came off the cuff with. I was doing it all season. Now, with that, one of the more sane fans, one of the real people that got the whole gist of what the videos are about, which I will be doing again, uh, as soon as the season starts up, was this guy, Jeremy Smith. Jerry, uh, Jeremy is a diehard Cubs fan. Um, I actually helped talk him off the ledge <laughs> after game two. <laughs> I would go on and go, everything's going to be all right. Don't worry, you got a great team. We're only up by two games. It's all good. Um, and Jeremy is he's funny. He's got a sense of humor. He's just a great guy. So he actually, he responds a lot on my Facebook. And I actually can't wait to meet Jeremy, have a beer with him, and go to a Cubs game when the Mets are playing them. So uh, all you non-lunatic Cub fans, who well, you're probably not listening anyway, so it doesn't matter. And you're not on my Facebook anymore anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> only the real normal humans, like a Jeremy Swift. And while I, was, uh, I played Cancun two weeks ago, and I met... Two, a great couple um, from there as well. And I'll be darned if I can't remember their names right now. (laughs) (laughs) 
Son of a God. Anyway. Okay, so Jeremy says, Hey, dear Jim. How, how do I do a uh, Chicago? Hey, G- hey, Jim. My wife, Dara, and I have been... That's not good. That's like... It's more like Boston. Yeah, it's more like Boston. <laughs> dear Jim, my wife and I have been together for 15 years. So he's a warrior. He's a 15-year warrior. If you're married 10 years or more, to me, you're a warrior. You're a marriage warrior. You've been in enough battles... You've been in wars, and you've conquered them, and you're still surviving. You're a warrior. You're a marriage warrior. Dear Jim, my wife and I have been together for 15 years. We have two wonderful children. She's a great mom. She cooks, cleans the house. Uh, This past weekend, she even started getting the house ready for Christmas. We like a lot of same things, music, movies. Problem is, she's been being real secretive lately texting and leaving the room when her phone rings, running errands at all hours of the day and night, being gone for extended periods on the weekends. It's beginning to make me wonder what is really going on. So I started to check up on her. She goes to the mall and Best Buy, and I've seen her meet up with friends. What really has me worrying is that she's becoming a real Royals fan. <laughs> Hats, newspapers, internet sites, and above all as her check engine light is on in her car. I checked her oil, and as I suspected, it was low. How do I <laughs> how do I instill in her how important car maintenance is? At this rate, she can run an engine before winter's out. Please help. Grinding pistons in Candace. <laughs> <laughs> well, my friend, it sounds like you have a serious situation, Jeremy, because a lot of wives, you know, what's the book that came out? What's that sexual book? Great. Uh, Fifty Shades of... Uh... The, the Kansas City Royals have become the Fifty Shades of Grey of baseball. Their team is young, they're attractive, and unfortunately, although our wives may be diehard Mets fans, Cub fans, Yankee fans... They're winners. The Royals <laughs> are winners! They have the rings! They support the rings! And even when it looks like they're going to get kicked out of the house, they came home victorious. So just like you and I... We all have the same problem. But yes, there you go. And um, yeah, you know what? You're going to have to change your oil for her and make sure <laughs> you do this stuff because chicks just don't do that. My wife doesn't even... You know how many times I get in the car and I got to go somewhere? There's no gas? Who runs out of gas? My wife has ran out of gas four times in six years. How do you run out of gas in 2015? This isn't a crank thing. It's got a light that says, you're low on gas. How do you? We have four gas stations less than a quarter mile away from our house. Anyway, I can't wait to have that beer with you, Jeremy. And I can't wait to uh, the season start. I'm real, I mean, who are the Cubs going to get? I, every day I check MLB to see what the Mets are doing, yeah, what the Cubs are doing. Nothing. Nothing. Zero. It's back ready. Thanks for the right there, uh, Jeremy. <laughs> Just as I expected. She's become a Royals fan. Um, all right, what is this one? 
my husband and I, it's from Jenny. Jim, my husband and I have been together for seven years. Uh, it's, those are, it's the tough zone. We each have two kids from previous marriages. Oh, boy. And a toddler together. That's five kids total. I work overnights at a hospital. I cook clean, take care of the house as well. Let's take care as take on 99% of the parental duties, and he can't even be bothered to help watch the baby so I can sleep most days, and he never goes out of his way to take me out or make me feel appreciated. What should I do as a wife besides nag? Because I gave that up six months ago, and now we are like roommates with kids. Oh, man. I had this. Does, I, does every guy go through this? Does you, you know what I hear? You know what I hear when I hear Jenny, when Jenny writes this? This is what I hear. I hear the argument. You do nothing! You do nothing! I'm tired of it! What did you do? Tell me what you did today. Tell me what you did. You can't tell me what you did because you did nothing! You always do nothing! And I'm tired. Why am I here? Why do I exist? Tell me why you tell me why you need me like. Does this sound for me, Jenny? Does this sound for me? You know how many times I got that speech? You know how long your sock has been sitting on the staircase? I purposely left it there because I watch you look at it. What do you think when you see the sock? I know what you think. You're thinking, I'm gonna pick it up. Your mother spoiled you rotten. Does this all sound familiar, Jenny? <laughs> um, did you ever have this problem already? You know what? Believe it or not, I really I'm never did. I'm going to say no. No, because you know what? I've, I've always chipped in. You and did. I'm, you know, I'm lucky that uh, I'm home early enough. Pick, I used to pick my daughter up from school all the time. My wife worked in the you know, office. Now she's at home working. But still, yeah, you got to pitch in. Yes. Otherwise, you know what? You're not making 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. All right, I got to listen. I don't know what your husband's like, but I will say this. Um, one of the biggest things with me and Dee was her, and I, I, I think it roots to childhood. The minute your voice goes to here, you're out, you're out, you're tuned out. I'm already somewhere else, and I, I can't stand you, and I'm going to rebel. So now I'm not only going to leave the sock there, I'm going to roll up in a ball and throw it at the microwave. I'm going to find the other sock. I'm going to find the other sock <laughs> and toss that. <laughs> I'm going to toss it on the bed, and I'm going to toss your Nana's pillow that she quilted right against the, right against the new TV. Anyway, um, something that kind of worked for, for Dee and I was um, the minute she... She kind of came to terms with she's tired of nagging. And she would, you know what? She would ask politely a lot. She took the method of, this is what she would do. When you have a chance, there are, oh, and, and one thing to talk, Jenny, this is important. You tell him to do things, be specific, because D would do this. Clean your, clean the, the area, people coming over. Now, you don't understand. We're, we're pigs. 
Your husband may be a complete slob, complete pig. Boys, no, we don't. Artie, Artie's a different slice of bread here. I, to me, clean is all right. Well, everything's shoved in the corner. Clean is only one sock on the stick. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and and all my drawers do not have to be shut. That doesn't mean to clean. It's just so out of sight, out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> be specific. I know that sounds annoying and childish, but two things. Be specific. Um, it would really help, and, and put it as help me. You know what would be really helpful to me? When you have time to put up, like we have an attic. We come back from a trip, and she'll, she'll leave luggage in the hallway. It would be very helpful if you take the luggage and you put it in the attic for me. Because it, hurt, it hurts my, it just, if you could do that, I'd really appreciate it. And she t- and and this was years ago. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna. This is this is a while ago, because I was terrible. I was terrible. We would go at it. You know. I'm like, did you go on a nice trip this year? Do you have a car? You have all uh, clothes. You can do whatever you want. And you're upset because I didn't fold the papers correctly. I was with the kid all day. D. What'd you do with him? I was with them. That's what I was doing. You know, it's, I, I know the argument. It's a thousand. I've heard it a million times. But now we're at the point, And again, it's, it's just repetition. I know it's going to be hard for you because you, <clears throat> one big thing. This is a biggie, Jenny. Don't expect. Don't expect. Expectations only you know what they are. Not your husband, not your friends, not a, he should do, no, no, no. You need to tell him in a manner, you know what I would love, hon, if you did this for me. That turns me on. <laughs> uh, I'm being serious. Ask, don't tell. Ask, Ask him to do it, don't tell him to do don't it. Don't tell him to do it. Because he hears his mother and and that's it. You're turned off. Right. Don't. Just ask. Don't tell. Okay? And don't expect. He should have done this. He should have done that. No, he shouldn't have because he has no clue what you think should be and should not. That's a magician. That's, that's a, he's not a mind reader. All right? Ask. Repeatedly ask nicely and how much it would be appreciated. And give him a little. Uh, you may not want to bow down to that, but it's a good start. This sound, I'm, I think I'm liking this, right? Little marriage warrior, little good, marriage good warrior qu- tip for good you. Good questions. Good questions. Let's see what else we got. All right, so here we're still in the middle of these. Uh, I'm going to take another Facebook question. I posted today on my Facebook page. Um, hey, getting questions, uh, dear Abby style. I'm here for you. I'm with my friend Artie. Artie Cheese. Always brings cheese. Artie's got the best cheese ever. Ever. Um, here's a good one. Here's a good one. I, don't, I wish I knew how long. Aaron Dutton. How do you make a marriage work without every discussion becoming a sling back and forth of insults? Well, <laughs> you're ready for that one. You got a you face there, Artie. 
What were you gonna say? Yeah, I, I mean, it, it helps to know how old how old these people are too. The, yeah, you know, like when, you, when you're young, you know, you don't. Well, let's take a look at Aaron. I'm gonna go on Aaron's page here. Oh, Aaron's got kids. Aaron is an adult. Okay. Um, Aaron has Disney stuff there. They're they're adults. They're an attractive couple. Um, cute babies. Wow, cute kids. Okay, um, and you know what? You're in the, a couple things. One, you got little kids, and you know what? And that's the thick of your your two big problems: you're sleep deprived and you're together deprived, and you're most likely fighting over how you parent the children. That is where most. If you ask me, that's where most divorces come from. They come from. I don't like the way. Did Did you really have to punish her for? Eating the cookie? I mean, we're talking about one extra cookie. Okay, are, are we going to teach our child? to? It's, it's A lot of times is how we parent. And that, there's a lot of things here. I don't know how long, I don't know how intense you are at your parenting. I don't know if you guys got along before you had kids. But if you got along, if you, you got to remember you two are, you two have to get out on your own. And even me and, me and my wife had problems for years. I'm not going to lie to you. We had, some, we had a rough patch. And that will get into another... Whoa, talk about a, <laughs> talk about a series, boy, where, where we went. Woo, doggy. Um, wow, that kind of brings you in the mix too, Artie. That whole loop started there. I think D went to Brennan... And that was right, and that's when we met. Yes, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. All right, but the the thing is too, with you know, with this, uh, I mean, are you are they arguing in front of the kids all the time too? I mean, that's a that's a real bad example. That's that's, a, that's what the kids are going to be raised on, right? So that's what's going to happen when they get older, right? They're gonna they that's the norm to them. The parents are fighting all the time, right? Like you don't want the kids sitting there at dinner going, uh, can you uh, can you pass the potatoes, please, because you do absolutely nothing, and your mother's an alcoholic. You understand me, and you'll never result. It's not my fault you didn't go to college, you dope. Maybe if you laid off the the greenery, because you think everything's so cool, man. You don't want your eight-year-old kid talking like that at the dinner table. <laughs> it's not my fault that we have financial problems, Jeffrey, and I'll pass the potatoes. You don't want your kids... Exactly. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. <clears throat> I know a family who um I I have two two divorces in my family. Um and out of those divorces I'm gonna say three m- more than more than half the kids had some serious uh Issues, serious issues, and and they were serious, and it ranges from uh, addictions to emotional. I know a family where the parents would fight so bad in front of their kids, the kids, two of the kids, start stuttering, and one almost had like an like an Asperger's thing, where they thought it was Asperger's, but it was not like the kid. It, emotional distress on a child is 
is much more tragic than you can ever imagine. All right, so you better, if you care about your kids, if you if you want to deep root it and really care about your kids, you got to get that under control there, Aaron. And I'm not saying you're the starter of it all, but here's the thing. Here's another thing someone told me. It takes two people to fight. It takes two people to fight. So if you get two barkers, you know what's really funny? When I first came to Artie's house, his dog, who is 15 years old, is laying right next to me. And he said he's completely deaf. You are not kidding because your dog has not even flinched. They even flinch. My cat would have had a fat tail, looked like a raccoon tail. Would have been on the ceiling. And would have been clinging to the ceiling going... Um, you don't need two people. I'm going through this right now with my wife and kids. My oldest one bickers, your mom is always... I said, it takes two to fight. If mom is up here, you know what? I'm sick and tired. Blah, blah, blah. You have to be down here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I hurt you. I'm sorry that I... You just... takes two to fight. You got to quit fighting. If you really want to quit fighting, you got to quit fighting. If he insults you, you got to go... You know, it hurts when you insult me. I don't want to get into insulting. Let's solve the problem. Stick... Try to stick to... It's almost like steering a boat. We're trying to get across the canal to that dock. Yeah, well, I want to go fishing. We never go fishing. You always want to do yeah, I want to go fishing. Stupid, you don't know how to fish. I just want to get to the dock, <laughs> and we can, we can just throw the anchor over there by the dock. Why can't we just go on the jet ski for 10 minutes? You always want to just go on the dock, go on the dock. I just want to, if we can, we'll do all this stuff once we get to the dock. <laughs> just we'll, we'll anchor and then we'll go fishing. And you say that all the time. And eventually, eventually, they have nothing to fight with. Right, but nobody wins. All nobody wins either. And nobody wins. So know what the real issue is what is the real issue that's something that's helped me too what is the real issue in a situation is the real issue uh we got to get the kid in bed by three what by, by 7 p.m we got to get the kid in bed how can we work together to get this kid in bed by 7 p.m that's the way to do it so takes two to fight if he's the insulter don't just go, wow, it really hurts. And show them it hurts. Walk away. Completely walk away. And completely ignore. That gets exhausting after a while. Right. So and it takes two to compromise, too. Takes two to compromise, baby. I just wanna <laughs> I just wanna go fishing! I wanna go swim it! Just wanna dock the boat, sweetie. Cross the street and we can do whatever you want. <laughs> dock that boat, baby. Dock that boat. <laughs> Uh, this is off the beat. Elaine Weintraub asks, Hey, did you ever meet Richard Pryor? No, I never met him. However, all I ever wanted to do was meet him and get to see him live. And I, I went out to L.A. Did I ever tell you this already? I don't think so. I went out to L.A. And I went into the comedy store. And I'm sitting in the back room like an obscure Tuesday night. There's nobody on stage. And I'm getting ready to leave. 
and I think I stayed there for like 45 minutes, and out of nowhere, I wasn't even looking for Richard Pryor, although I always wanted to see him, and he was sick already, he already had, uh, I guess, palsy, or, right? Yeah, I, I, can't, I don't know what he had, he was, he was a mess though at the end. Yeah, he was a mess yeah. at the he end. He performed, but he was, yeah. And all of a sudden they go, uh, the, the MC, someone whispers to him, he goes, Really? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, a special guest, a legend, the king, Mr. Richard Pryor. And, and I, I, I freaked out. I looked, and I could see he was being helped by three people to the stage. It was one of the greatest moments I ever had as a comic in my life. And he got up on stage. They helped him. He sat down in a chair, in a, in a regular chair. And he, he only took this slow. And, and I remember the first thing he goes, he said, uh, he was talking about disease he had. And he goes, my penis. God, he makes his own decisions. I wake up, and if I want to start talking to a chick, my penis says, I'm going to start pissing, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> so even though he was sick and dying, he made fun of it. He healed it. He, he he not healed it, but he he put out there, and that's why he's my all-time favorite comic because he was the most truthful, raw comedian. He talked about real life stuff, dying, death, horrible family, and he just put it out there for the world to see. And uh, I got to see that, and I learned so much from him. Yeah, and that's kind of your style too. It is. Yes. You put everything out there? I put everything out there. and uh, You tell me stories on the QT, and next thing you're on uh, ONA telling the same story. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Sometimes it gets me in trouble. <laughs> but um, but anyway, yeah, so there you go, Ellen. Elaine? I don't know. E-L-A-N? Elan? Elan. 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 I am so sorry. I just called you a chick. I'm sorry. All right, we'll do one more. Uh, dear Jim, I've been married for over 10 years to my beautiful wife. One thing that has plagued me throughout is what I should, what I like to call, oh boy, period amnesia. I <laughs> 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 I should read the rest of this. Every month without fail, wife has her period and I walk into blindly like a hog on the kill floor. We will at some point. Uh, uh, we will at some point each month get into an all-out war until she reminds me it's the time of month and I become the biggest jerk. Have you dealt with this before? Yours truly, monthly moronic. (laughs) (laughs) You know, this is a bigger issue than people really want to face. I don't know how your wife was, Artie, but D was an absolute nightmare. Uh, we got in the worst fights. She was extremely angry, moody, uh, confrontational. But the minute... Uh, it, it took me about five, six years. That's how freaking stupid, moronic <laughs> I am. All right? Bobo? <laughs> Bobo, you listening? You're 10 years. It's freaking... Um, I realized by the 10th year, like... I would say, this is what I would do. This is what I would do. I go, sweetie, is there, this is a huge one for any male, any female. 
is there anything I can do for you that'll make your life easier right now? Can you make us go away? <laughs> no. <laughs> but maybe I can help by rubbing your back. No, there's nothing. And eventually they break down. Eventually they realize you really want to help. You really want to do something. And that's when I started cleaning more. And she said, you know what would really help? You fold the laundry. I go, all right, well, you know it's going to be ugly, but I will attempt it. I'll, I won't do it the way you like it, but I will attempt doing the laundry. But if you, I do that to my wife still to this day. Is there anything I can do right now to help you that'll make you feel good around the house? And she'll... And she'll tell me it's a good rhythm we found. So uh, I, I'm not going to lie to you, Bobo. It was brutal. 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 And I'm watching my 16-year-old go, she's miserable. She cries. She's moody. She's mean to her sisters. It's not a, uh, it's, you know, a lot of women don't talk about it, but I, it's, it's more serious than people think. I mean, their body is going through and they're, they're just... It's rough. That's rough. You know, it's like having the flu and then some once a month. It's not a fun thing that women go through. But it seems like he doesn't know that it's coming on. I mean, put it in your iPhone calendar. You know what? And that's what I did too. I, seriously. <laughs> every time she gets it, I mean, that's what an iPhone's here. Talk to Siri. <laughs> Siri, remind me. <laughs> Siri, this is Bobby. <laughs> remind me when my wife's about to get her menstrual cycle. <laughs> No problem, Bobby. You can have a you can have a you can have a English you can have a wife. No problem, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby, just a reminder, you might want to buy some flowers and chocolate. Your wife's about to have her period. <laughs> Bobby, you might want to buy some mint chocolate ice cream. You know she likes that during her period. <laughs> yeah. Start marking it down, you but that's what I did. I started exactly technology. <clears throat> <laughs> Technology. I used to write it down like, oh, it's the 14th. <laughs> Honey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like an anniversary every month. <laughs> yeah. Think of it as a brand new anniversary, something exciting to do for her. There you go. And make sure you get in you know what before that hits. <laughs> All right, there you go. There you go. I think that's enough for the uh, for this first round of Marriage Warrior. So the marriage warrior, there you go. I consider myself a marriage warrior. I'm with another warrior going on 25 years, which is Artie, Artie Cheese. Uh, and I'll have to get different people each time. But me, Artie, this was awesome. You were, uh, you were a beast. I appreciate the invite. Yeah, this is really good. Now, uh, on an update, I will be touring. Please go to my dates, uh, jimbrewer.com, the unofficial jimbrewer.com, or this Facebook page. Uh, I have Nyack, New York, coming up. I have Washington, D.C., the 930 Club. I have, what do I got? I got the Poconos. I'm going to L.A. tomorrow night for the record. Doing Phoenix, aren't you? Yeah, Phoenix. It's I think it's a, I don't know, yeah, Phoenix, Washington, D.C. Uh, this is a bunch of dates. Yeah. I'll keep talking about it, but uh, so there you go. All right, I hope you listened. I don't know. I uh, hope my MLB show goes. I'll keep you updated on that. And as far as the record's going, uh, start shooting the video soon. We're going to shoot Thrash. If you, be honest, do you think any of these songs, Artie's listened to the songs? And you can be dead honest. If you were to pick, there's two radio songs out of the album that I made. And you still haven't heard the Brian Johnson song, which 
I need to re-record my vocals because the uh, the producer called me. Did I tell you this? Yes. He called me. He called me three days ago, and he goes, "I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, uh now don't be offended. All right, he he can't be offended when I say this. This is a term that guys would say. It has no sexual innuendo. It's just kind of like I wouldn't do that. It's it's, it's uh, you know I'm not even going to use the word he said. Let's just say. My vocals were too fluffy compared to Brian. A little feminine. A little too feminine compared to Brian Johnson's. We'll just leave it as that. So besides that song, which you haven't heard, what would you say is... uh, Radio-worthy? Radio-worthy. I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you. I listen to this on the way to work. I got a 45-minute ride to work every morning. Okay. I leave at 5 a.m., sometimes at 2.30 a.m. Okay. And I'm cranking the I'm cranking the songs on the way to work. Okay. And on the way home. Really? Every day, two to three times. Now, let me I ask you this. I listen to the CD. All right, but now let me ask you this: Is it because it's me, and you know me? No, I love metal, and I'm telling you, this is metal at its finest. This this compares to some of the heavy hitters out there. Really? That's my opinion. By the way, I'm not paying Artie to say this right now. And he's only had two glasses of wine. Uh, the, really? The, the lyrics? I mean, I, I, I relate to a lot of the lyrics because I have a teenage, teenage daughter. Right. Um, and the song Old School? Monster. Monster hit. Monster! Goes, if, if you're a metal fan from way back, yeah. this, this goes through the whole history. Yes! Uh, there's, I don't want to give away too many of the titles. No, no, go ahead. Give okay. me whatever. Um, Garage Thrash, is, that's... That's the whole theme of it. See now, it's, this is this is really funny because to me, Garage Thrash, I'm always going to open with that song, and to me, that explains everything what this record is. It's it's the character, why I'm doing this. It's it's the passion inside me, the passion inside of everyone that grew up with this music. It's still inside them that they're maybe not allowed to let go because they have families and kids and a little older and it just sounds crazy being a neighbor uh, at, at two in the afternoon and you're blasting from whom the bell tolls. Exactly. That's what it is. It's, it's every, mar- every married man, that's what he wishes he could do. Yes. Is, the garage threat. Right. Yes. Okay. Wow. All right. You're getting me hopped up. It's okay. just this. I mean, my, my my actual favorite song is better than us. I mean, it's just. It's a big one. It, it's 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 a killer song. For those of you who don't know, better than us. I talked about in the other podcast. That's the song that I have lined up as the Mets victory song. But then the Royals took that dream away. <laughs> oh my God! I was like, I'm gonna get this on iTunes, and two million people are gonna download it before the album comes out. It's gonna be great. Uh, and it's not even really a sports song, but like you said, you could see this as being a huge, definitely, victorious sports. Yeah, I definitely, agree. and and any sport, not just the Mets. I, I would love this to. Is I hockey. would love to hear it at the Mets uh, World Series win next year. Yes, but to me, it's hockey, football, any it's, any victory sports, any sports. Exactly, exactly. But like I was saying, every song on air. I mean, you could just listen to it over and over again. It, it's and I can't wait to wait. Can't wait to hear the Brian Johnson song. That but, one's going to be hot. Yeah, but th- I mean, you guys are going to be pleasantly surprised when you hear this. All right, so your, your radio songs, if, if you said, if you predicted there's going to be two radio songs, 
What do you think are the predictions? Well, definitely old school. Yeah, I think old school is going to be. And to me, it's better than us. But you know what? You could teenage girls could definitely be. Uh, See, this is what I think. Could definitely be on the radio. I, I, I it's going to relate to a lot of a lot of people. I think teenage girls, old school is going to hit the radio, and people are going to love it. Now, this is interesting. The record label, the head of the record label, loves Family Warrior. Where I think it's. I, I love Family Warrior. I think it's. Uh, my wife said it was hokey. I'm like, hokey? She said, I don't like this. It's hokey. I'm like, it's funny. It's funny. Um, it's, got a cr- it's got a great hook. Great chorus hook. I think Teenage Girls is going to be the crossover. I think Teenage Girls is going to be the song, even though I want Old School to be the monster, and even Garage Thrash to be an obscure monster. Garage Thrash, it might be too heavy to play on the radio. It's too heavy. It's very heavy to play on the radio. Better Than Us is a great radio song. But I have a funny feeling Teenage Girls is going to be the the ones that could possibly hit even a top 40 type thing. Where it's not just rock. The, the soccer moms and the people not into hard rock. Like, for instance, my neighbor, the, two, the one across the street from me, and the one to my left, both. Now, the one to my left is nothing to do with rock. Zero. <laughs> Uh, and then one across the street, again, she's as girly, girly as you get. And she's like, I don't even like this music. That song is freaking awesome. And even her kids who's into uh, hard rap and, and hip hop said, they keep asking me for that song, Teenage Girls, over and over. And I'm starting to hear more and more Teenage Girls, Teenager, but old school. That's good. That's the bit. That's a gorilla. The, the word. The words are are awesome. You you did a great job writing these songs. Thank you, thank you. All right. Well, we'll try to catch up with you next week. I am heading out to Los Angeles. <clears throat> We're gonna go over the. I'm meeting all of the record company from England, Germany, uh, Canada, the New York reps, uh, all their worldwide reps on on uh, Thursday. So I'll have a lot of info this time next week on what the tour is. We're going to be touring, exact date that's coming out. I believe it's April 22nd. And how do we start building it up from here? And Artie, Artie Cheese, thanks for hanging. You're very welcome. All right. Hope you enjoy. And gosh, i got to go check MLB, see if the Mets, what they're doing. I <laughs> uh, wish everyone the best. Thanks for listening, if anyone's listening. I don't know. And there are a couple of you that I answered, and I had a lot of I had a great time with the Marriage Warrior. For all of you married ten years or more, you are the Marriage Marriage Warrior. Warriors carry on, and I'll see you live on tour. Take care. Thanks for listening. Yo, everybody, get up! Everybody, get up! Everybody needs to understand that I'm more than simply a hype man for this rap group. Just like Geico is more than just a company that can save you money. Geico also has fast and friendly claim service, so they can help you when you need it most. And while I do love being a hype man, I also love reading for children's audiobooks. Like Little Bo Peep, she lost the sheep, and she don't know where to find them. 
Go! Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more.